You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. Hey there, friend. John Bush here with the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. And today I want to talk to you about the importance of being in control of your life, being your own master, exercising self-governance. I want to talk to you about this in the context of the 2020 presidential election, which some people think has just wrapped up with Joe Biden getting over 270 electoral college votes. Uh, I do believe all evidence is pointing to court battles, legal rulings, maybe even the Supreme Court getting involved ultimately, whether there will be enough votes or illegal votes and air quotes that get thrown out remains to be seen. But here's the deal for me. And here's why I feel liberated when it comes to questions of who is going to be in charge of the federal government. For years now, I have charted my own course. I have thought in a way and acted in a way such that I am in control of my life and of my destiny. And living this way has enabled me to manifest things that just a handful of years ago, several years ago, would seem impossible or would seem like I got a huge uphill battle in order to get there. And indeed, it was an uphill battle and a whole lot of work. But I'm living a life where I'm blessed to have amazing, amazing, healthy, fruitful relationships. My finances and my business have grown immensely, even since COVID took place. I want to talk about COVID and, and victimhood in regards to that as well. And I have never felt more free in my life, in spite of all of the tyranny that people may see or focus on. So I want to break down how we can take steps and actions and how we can change the way we think in order to manifest a much more ideal reality, a higher quality of life and experience abundance, joy and freedom, regardless of what human being occupies the White House. Right. So first, let me just share some things that I believe would lead people, if they were to think about this stuff with an open mind, would lead lead them to think of how irrelevant it is who's in power in government. And, and then I'll get to like metaphysical and success stuff. But just on the surface, the president in large part of the United States of America is a figurehead, right? And there exists a shadow government. That was an older conspiracy research term, the shadow government. Uh, now it's often called the deep state, right? A lot of overlap there, seemingly the same thing. But regardless of who the president is, there still exists immense control 
by international bankers. There still exists a massive lobbying apparatus that doesn't go away. It remains in Washington on K Street, greasing the palms, right? There still exists Council on Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission, Bilderberg Group, these organizations that aim to create a more totalitarian, centralized global government. All of these actors and groups still have massive influence on the policies in the United States of America. And even when an outsider like Trump took office, he still really had to work very hard to make some minor changes. And they are extremely minor changes. So in spite of this institution that doesn't go away when a new president takes office, in spite of all that, on the surface, the institution of government itself stays the same. There's still coercion. There's still control. There still exists an environment where a small group of people far, far away, whom we've never met, who is so unlike us, Democrats, uh, working class Democrats have far more in common than their Republican counterparts than they do with Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, right? The institution of the state remains nonetheless. And it's this institution and the arbitrary authority that it grants to people that they take, that they usurp, that enables the road to serfdom to continue to march on, right? And so all these people get caught up in what's a, a, a large part of contrived staged reality. It's like Plato's allegory of the cave. People are watching the little figures, the shadows on the wall, thinking that it's real, but it's not. And they've been played by this left-right paradigm. And so much has been invested into this left-right paradigm. And there's so much victimhood within the left-right paradigm. And there's people that are crying and in tears and having huge emotional tantrums, not only feeling like they're not in control of their political destiny, but they're not even in control of their emotions. And they're having huge tantrums that the Republicans might maintain power in the Senate or that Donald Trump maybe was going to win or maybe he still can win. And they have so much tied up in these people and these politicians and they feel that it affects their lives in so many ways. And because of that left-right paradigm, another layer, another layer in the allegory of the cave, they seem to fail to recognize when their own political party engages in policies that are antithetical to their values or their principles. Like a huge one, of course, is the Dakota Access Pipeline, which was rolled out under Barack Obama and Joe Biden. And all the liberals and progressives were so up in arms about that. Um, and now it's like Joe Biden's back in power, still going to continue to have so many different policies. That's just one layer. But the layer that I want to peel down to is to encourage people to take proactive steps in their lives, in their thinking, so they can insulate themselves as much as possible from the influence of individuals and actors and groups that occupy the halls of Congress or occupy the White House. Shift your thinking away from that of victimhood, whether you're a liberal or a Democrat or progressive and you think that 
the Republicans are going to try to gut Obamacare to make healthcare more expensive, which is this crazy double think in the first place because Obama dramatically increased prices for health insurance. Or whether you're a Republican that is currently crying the same, instead of liberal tears, it's conservative tears about an election being stolen. You see, people have so much tied up and so much vested in the institution of government and the institution of democracy or a democratic republic that they allow people that they don't even know to dictate their future and chart their course and dictate their present and their current emotional state, right? And so I want people to recognize that it doesn't have to be like that. You can choose to live in a different way. You can choose to think in a different way. You can choose to manifest your own reality, chart your own course, set goals that you can accomplish, that you focus on. So it's like, okay, Biden may be in office now. I'm still working on the same damn goals that I was working on when Trump was in office. I want to manifest financial abundance so I can give my kids a beautiful property with a nice great big house and they can have a greenhouse for my son and we can have a room for dancing for my daughter. I want to have community and I want to experiment with intentional communities and have friends and community members come live on the property, live off the land. That's what I want. And before Biden seemingly won the presidency or before the 2020 election rolled around at the beginning of this month, I was focused on that goal. And I'm still focused on that goal. And now here's another thing. People are like, well, there's a chance Biden's going to, well, there's not a chance. Biden's definitely going to raise taxes and there's going to be all sorts of more, greater regulations, so on and so forth. Well, you know what? That is the world that we live in. That's not the world that we ought to live in. And through agorism and counter economics, that's not a world that, that's a world you can choose not to live in with risk, right? But at the end of the day, if there's greater taxes, greater regulation, then you just got to work a bit harder to manifest what it is that you're going for, your goals. At the end of the day, on the flip side, if people are concerned that if Republicans control the Senate or if Donald Trump gets in office again, that they're not going to be able to have affordable insurance, then that should be a signal that you need to make more money, increase your income, be more strategic with investments, right? And I know that sounds like it's lacking compassion, but at the end of the day, there's abundance in this world. There is plenty of resources. And in this instance, for this example, there's plenty of money. And so rather than being dependent on the circumstances of the day or the politics of the day in order to enable you to take care of your family, what I think is more valuable and a greater mindset is to go out there and get what you need in order to have the quality of life you desire for your family, if that means having really good health insurance. Now, look, at the end of the day, there are crooked, corrupt people in Washington, even in Trump's administration. All these conservatives and Trump MAGA country folk think that he's some anointed one that's all of a sudden his human characteristics are changed. He's not going to harm anyone or not going to be corrupt or not going to give away money to his buddies or rack up the debt, which causes so much harm for future generations. Not my kids, though, because they don't have social security numbers. That's the hope. Um, but instead to just stay focused on the grind, to stay focused on manifestation and to 
to do everything you can in your power in spite of the situation that we find ourselves in, in spite of the existence of a state apparatus that rewards bad actors where there's all sorts of crony deals, whether it's Trump or Biden. So, and that's one level, right? Look, accept, you can accept where we are without accepting that that's not where we ought to be, right? So where we are, we're existing in a world where just about every single bit of geographic space is controlled by a government to varying degrees of authoritarianism. And so rather than as libertarians, as liberty advocates, as people that appreciate freedom, rather than being victims and downtrodden and pessimistic about that, we need to focus on navigating this world to the best of our abilities. So in spite of the existence of this coercive institution, the state, or a federal government that's ruled by a Democrat at the at the presidential level or a Senate that's conservatives that are going to block efforts to help the little guy, so on and so forth. Rather than focus on that and feel downtrodden, we need to figure out on how we can continue to achieve our goals, how we can continue to improve our quality of life, how we can continue to provide for our children and for ourselves and for our posterity, how we can live the good life, we can be healthy, we can exercise, we can still enjoy time with our family, right? On a personal level, on a personal level, yes, the state exists. Yes, there's corruption. Yes, there's coercion. Yes, there's war. Yes, there's innocence being lost. But it's all about what you choose to focus on. And when you are so busy, when you have no white space on your calendar, when you are grinding, hustling, and when you're not hustling and working on your goals, you are enjoying quality time in the present moment. All that shit just gets faded out on the peripherals of life. You're like a horse with the blinders on and you are on your grind and you are feeling good and confident and you're accomplishing your goals because you're focused on them. You're not consistently scrolling on the newsfeed, which occasionally I got to activate the kill newsfeed extension you can get on Chrome or Firefox. Dramatically increases productivity. So that's on a personal level. We can choose to show up stronger through all the chaos and tumult, right? I take a look at my revenue chart for my business. And since the pandemic started in the United States, February, March, my business has grown dramatically. It's like this. That's because I went into this pandemic Already with mass momentum, because my mindset was set that I'm like, this is inevitable that I'm going to be ultra successful financially, and I'm going to put myself in a situation where I can do whatever I want, and I have passive income eventually that I can live on. I could retire early if I wanted to or not. That's what's happening in my life. That's what I believe to be the reality. Therefore, that is the reality. And not only that, I've been taking massive action for quite some time now, steadily, heavily for the past year and a half, two years, hardcore massive action. I was taking massive action a lot of times, but perhaps I was in the wrong vehicle and I wasn't thinking right. And so when COVID hit, boom, I just kept that grind going, did not get phased. I even went early on when it was unsure if this was going to be real hardcore or not. And I started selling hand sanitizer to gas stations and convenience stores and liquor stores. And then I got some masks for a great deal from a friend who got them from China, KN95. I was grinding away, making thousands of dollars extra, going to fulfill this market need that existed. Not staying home, not scared, 
not a victim of the circumstances that I found myself in, going out and creating my own economy. That's something. And of course, I was selling the masks. And then I started to understand that the COVID thing was dramatically overplayed. And then I started to connect the dots with the Great Reset and how it's part of this broader agenda to use fear to manipulate people into going along with this Great Reset Fourth Industrial Revolution. I kind of felt yucky about marketing and pushing the masks. So I pulled back on that. Um, but in the moment there, man, I was hustling. I was grinding. Quick story. The first time that I realized that something was off and something just wasn't right with the COVID stuff and the response to it and what people are encouraged to do is when everyone's locked down in Austin. And I'm like, it's like, you can only be these essential businesses in order to do business. And I'm like, well, shit, not only am I essential just on the surface, just because I am and I declare that of myself, but it's like, okay, essential services can go out and do business. I'm going to declare myself an essential service. I'm getting into the fucking mask industry and the hand sanitizer industry. But I knew that shit was bullshit when I found myself buying into the propaganda and I'd be going gas station to gas station and I'd be touching the door and then immediately spraying my hands or pumping gas and immediately spraying my hands or being real hesitant about being around people. This was early on, I don't know, February or March, whenever it was still kind of like, oh, is this, what's this like? Let's, we don't know what the infection fatality rate is like. But I realized like, man, this is, this is weird. Something's not right with the way I'm behaving. And I kind of pulled back from that whole reality of hyper anal OCD when it came to all that stuff. But the point that I'm trying to make in the context of of what I'm trying to convey here for this video is I was going into it with momentum, with mindset, taking massive action. I had the ability to shift. I was flexible because that's where I'm at with the freedom in my life. That is also where you can be at. Don't be a victim of your own circumstances. Another great example is folks are like, they're with it. They're in the know. They know a lot of the bullshit that's going on with this COVID stuff. However, their kids are going to public school, to government school, and they feel disgusting about that because of the masks and the social distancing and all sorts of stuff. And of course, there's a lot of pro-vaccine propaganda being inculcated onto the children of this country through the public school system. Even Dr. Fauci's selling them on the vaccine already. But instead of taking proactive steps and manifesting whatever is necessary in order to pull their kids out of school, put them in a private school, homeschool cooperative, homeschool, unschool, whatever, they stay in victim mode. No, I, we can't possibly do that. Both of us are working full time. We need the government. It fits in with our lives. We need government schools. We can't teach them on our own. We can't afford to both one of us stop working. Oh, uh, we don't know about the homeschool and the co-ops in the area. I don't want, I don't think that's a good idea. So on and so forth, right? Instead of being like, look, this has gotten bad. We need to pull our kids out of school. We'll make it work. However, okay, if we need extra income to pay that extra thousand dollars a month for private school, what side hustle can we engage in? I work nine to five. I have weekends. I have evenings. I think if we put together this plan and if both of us contribute to this side hustle, Within six months, within three months, we can have enough money to where we feel comfortable making that transition. And then once we actually do it, once we make the decision that we are going to be paying $1,000 a month to have our kid enrolled in the private school down the road that doesn't do the mask thing, then we are committed to it and we're just going to make that shit happen, right? It's all about your mindset. It's all about taking massive action. It's all about stepping out of victimhood, stepping out out of that victim mentality and taking control of your life. You know, it's not easy. 
it's not easy to do, but it is simple. The steps that it takes. There's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of wealth. There's a lot of abundance out there. Now, um, let's go to some comments here because we have some people here. Rose Lear says, blah, blah, blah. I've been doing this all my life. However, I'm not going to let my vote be stolen. This is about more than who's in the White House. It's about the integrity of our votes. This is what Rose says. So here's how I respond to that, Rose. I believe that the institution of government and the institution of government when it comes to the United States of America is an institution that is not in line with our inherent liberty and sovereignty as free human beings. I believe that this institution is more about maintaining the privilege and power of those who control the government than it is about protecting your life, liberty, and property. And because everyone has been indoctrinated from early, early infancy to worship the state as though it was a religion, to pledge allegiance to the flag, to honor all of the presidents up on the wall in the public schools. Because of that, it makes people short-sighted and incapable of conceptualizing an alternative reality, an alternative way for human beings to organize themselves. So in a sense, being caught in that paradigm of we need a government and for government to function, my vote has to have integrity and I have a vote and I have a say and my say is what gives me the participation. It gives me some sort of authority in this government. I think that's wholeheartedly false. And I think it's the institution of government which takes away our power. People that voluntarily adhere to some government or they believe in the state, they're giving up responsibility over their lives to individuals that they've never met, that in most instances, 99 times out of 100, to people that are nothing like them, that cannot relate to them in the least bit. And that ties in with what I'm trying to communicate. No matter who's in power, no matter the government, we ought to stay focused, charting our course, creating our own reality, rising above the circumstances, and taking control of our lives. That's what I'm saying. Gary Edward Johnson says, invisible resistance to tyranny. Yeah, being successful and living life to the fullest is definitely a way to resist tyranny. Can you give a shout out to my friend Eric? His favorite thing to watch are the shows Bird Up and your live stream. It hits his birthday. It's his birthday. So shout out would make definitely his day. All right. Let's shout out Eric. Matt Burns, his friend. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for being you. Living your life on this earth another year. Let's make this next year the best. And you're in control of that. Not somebody in Washington. Not the government. Not who, how many Senate seats the Republicans have and how many congressional seats the Democrats have. You're in control of that. And my birthday wish for you is for you to step into your true power because chances are you haven't fully realized it. Thanks, Matt Burns, and shout out. Happy birthday, Eric. Kevin Inglickley says, I already knew what you were saying, but wow, did I need a reminder. Thanks. This was the most motivating thing I've heard in weeks. Yeah, Kevin, that a boy. Those are the kind of responses that keep me going and motivate me in order to continue to kick ass for what's going on. Okay, so 
Thus far, I've talked about personally what we can do in order to manifest our dreams, manifest our reality. It's all about mindset, adopting a mindset. I'm a big subscriber to the law of attraction. I strongly believe that what you, where your energy flows, what is it? Where your energy flows, where your focus goes, energy flows. That's what it is. Where your focus goes, energy flows. So what you focus on, if you're focused on the fact that you only have $75 in your checking account and there's bills coming up in a week or two and the economy is record unemployment and your area has suffered some severe job losses, if that's what you focus on, then that's what you will manifest. That's what you'll create. That's the reality that you're going to be living in. That creates that, that furthers that, it manifests that. And it it sounds like some metaphysical kind of new agey type deal, right? But in reality, if you're focused on the lack of resources and living in a state of lack rather than abundance, it creates anxiety and uncertainty in your body. And it's that anxiety and uncertainty which can kill your progress, which can make you hunch over physiologically. Oh, man, it's been so stressful with money lately. And that's what you're focused on. That's what you're going to create. That's what you're going to further. Now, contrast that with, you know what? I got $75 in my checking account. That's enough to do this, that. And you know what I see when I look outside in this world? I see opportunity. I see a shift taking place in the way that people do business. I think there's opportunities there that I can use some of my skills, some of my talents. It's going to be difficult, I know, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to take massive action. You see how even your whole body, your aura, your presence, your energy, it's like, oh, man, shit, I only have $75. There's not very many jobs in this town. You're like thinking about employment and stuff. There's, oh, I just can't do it. Oh, and then and that leads to inaction, stagnation. Instead, if you're like, you know what? I got this 75 bucks. I'm going to spend this 75 bucks on these little widgets. I can get them for $3 a piece. I can turn around and sell them for $6. These widgets are going to help people or whatever. There's so much opportunity now with everything shifting. If I wasn't in the business that I was in, I would consider training folks, older folks especially, that aren't so technologically savvy on how to use Zoom to call their grandkids or folks that never used a computer or experienced that stuff. It's, you know, some people can get thrown off with the webcam and the audio settings and how to navigate this and navigate that. Even younger folks that are involved in the business life, there's opportunity everywhere. You just have to go seek it. And it's the mindset that leads to that, right? So it starts with the mindset, law of attraction. Think abundantly, believe in yourself, think success, have your heart on the goal, your mind on the goal, and then set goals, set goals that are so big and seemingly unreasonable that they excite you. If you're making 60K a goal to bump up to 75K, this is out of Grant Cardone's 10X rule. If you're making 60K and you're like, my goal is 75K, I'm going to make an extra $1,200 every month. This is going to, this is it. This is it. You know, 75K is not really going to change your life compared to the 60K. Grant Cardone says to fucking 10X that goal. Just blow the fucking goal up. Instead of going from 60K to 75K, why not go from 60K to 600 million? What would life be like if you had $600 million income every year? You'd be able to buy a boat that you've been loving. be able to buy a boathouse. be able to give to your favorite charity. You'd be able to set yourself up so when you come of an older age and you want to retire, you can take care of your parents, so on and so forth. That's just setting goals. Setting goals that are unreasonable gets you more excited. And then finally, you got to take massive action. There's all sorts of new age stuff about the law of attraction. And so much of it just has to do with the mindset. But they leave out the fact, and this is what I got from Tony Robbins, you got to take massive 
action if you want to achieve these big goals, if you want to live the life of your dreams. And you know what? If you're in a big company, in a big industry, and Joe Biden all of a sudden is in office and the New Deal gets passed, then you might have to take even more massive action in order to achieve your goals because you're going to be like running with some more freaking parachutes behind your back, right? And so those are three things, mindset, setting big, exciting goals, and taking massive action. Now, I want to flip the context real quick. Let me quick hit up, hit up some quick uh, comments here. Lisa Bowman says, self-govern. Yes, indeed. Self-governance is key. I totally agree that agorism can be the answer, but I can see a big obstacle. How do we build an agorist community that will not be destroyed by the predator class? Well, uh, Info Ludi, I invite you to look at the video that I did yesterday. It's called Agorist Strategy. How do we get from here to there? And just to, real quick to summarize, but I strongly encourage you to do that video because we're a slightly different topic, but similar. Actually, let me let me use this in order to uh, switch to what I'm going to the second part. So the first part's all about taking personal responsibility, self-governing, manifesting your reality, no matter who is in power, no matter who's in Washington, D.C., charting your own course, being the master of your own destiny. The second part is, yes, it's true. The manner of government does, in fact, affect our lives, our income, our businesses, our industry, the economy, right? But if you take enough fucking massive action and you're always grinding on your goals, you can essentially create your own economy so that if this is crashing over there, this is happening over there, lockdowns in Austin, Texas, record unemployment, I created my own fucking economy. I just pounded through selling people Kratom CBD and I started selling masks and selling hand sanitizer. I created my own economy. And since the, as I said before, since the pandemic has started, my business revenue has continued to grow, right? But having said that, the government does play an influence on things. And so rather than depending on voting and trusting that this institution is looking out for our best interests and our vote's going to be counted and the proper way to create freedom in our lives or to create a better situation for us according to the policies of the government is to vote and to lobby and to tell your friends to vote to those people i say that there's a better way i believe that instead of focusing our energy in a reactive paradigm right because so many people that were voting for trump in reality were voting against this communist deep state conspiracy right so many people that were voting for biden are arguably voting against Trump and Trumpism and racial shit and all sorts of stuff, right? That's a reactionary paradigm. I want to encourage people to be in a proactive paradigm. And just as we set goals and change our mindset and take massive action towards creating our ideal life on an individual level, so too can we utilize that same mindset and strategy and way of thinking in order to create freedom and abundance and joy and harmony and peace and nonviolence on a societal level, right? Stepping out of a reactionary paradigm that's dependent on politicians and other people doing the right thing and stepping into a paradigm where we work together with like-minded people in order to better achieve our goals and carve out our little space of sovereignty on this earth. So to answer your question somehow in Foludi, Yes, agorism is with risk, and agorism involves the counter-economy, opting out of existing institutions. But I tell you what, there's strength in numbers, and what we're trying to do to overcome that uh, fear, which is righteous fear, 
I'm afraid and have uncertainty and there's risk that we're taking and even communicating this type of message. In order to overcome that, we have strength in numbers. And we created the Freedom Cell Network, which is now over 6,000 people globally that have stepped out of a reactionary paradigm, stepped into a proactive paradigm where we want to manifest the reality that we desire. We're going to carve out our space. We're going to network. We're going to demonstrate strength in numbers. And by golly, as I spoke about in the video, which really answers your question, the video I did yesterday, it's called Agorist Strategy, How to Get From Here to There. Once we have enough people and enough money and resources, then we ought to simply hire a private security firm in order to protect us and defend us from private criminals and public criminals alike. We ought to train in self-defense tactics and strategies, learn how to use firearms safely and proficiently, go carve out our own space, whether it's seasteads, free private cities, a confederation of eco-villages and intentional communities. We need to be proactive, not only in the pursuit of our personal lives, but in our collective lives. Like Lisa Bowman likes, we need to take collective action for the benefit of the individual, stepping out of the government paradigm, no longer allowing an environment to exist where there's a predator class that preys upon the productive people of this world by utilizing this coercive state that everyone falsely believes was set up for their benefit. That's an illusion. And I want people to break that illusion, create an environment where the president of the United States is irrelevant to your life because long ago you decided to live your life in a different way. You decided to network and to build with other human beings who want to do the same thing. And you stopped, got out of the internet, you got out of the forums, and you met in real life. You're concerned about unrest. You're concerned mm -hmm. about economic crash. It's not about voting for Biden. It's about getting your crew together and planting a garden in your backyard or in the vacant lot across the street. It's about taking responsibility for those goods and services that give you a high level, a high quality of life. It's about taking care of each other without relying on the government. It's about becoming so damn self-sufficient with our own health share institution, with our own health care providers, with our own defense and security, with our own food production mechanisms with our own methods of travel, with our own fucking private jets becoming so self-sufficient, we have no need for government whatsoever. We can opt out. We can come to the table and say, you know what? We're taking care of ourselves. We no longer wish to participate in your institution. We are dissolving our relationship with your institution. We never signed a social contract, but let this be noticed that we are officially not participating. And... We'd like to figure out what that's going to look like, that transition, because we're already, most people are already there. So that's it. Everyone's all worked up. Everyone's all off their center of balance, freaked out, focused on this, staying up late. And I, I, I admit, I'm, I'm following along. It's interesting. And there's a lot of stuff about Trump's presidency that I think would be better than Biden's presidency, like Biden wanting to lock down, Biden wanting to force everyone to do masks. But again, I've declared my personal responsibility. My form of government is self-governance. So even if Biden officially takes office and calls for the governors to lock down, I'm still fucking cruising around going to the underground ecstatic dance. I'm still fucking grinding away at my business. I'll go to my office if they try to lock it down. I'll declare myself essential. What the fuck ever? 
Oh, a national mask mandate? Well, first of all, it's unconstitutional. Like that fucking matters. I ain't wearing the mask anymore, man. I'll wear it when I fly. And I'll suck on a lollipop. I'll wear it when I fly because I'm... I, I I would rather fly somewhere to visit so and whatever family and suffer that terrible experience of wearing the fucking mask for two to three hours at a time. But that's my choice. I choose to do that, right? There's this great quote from Robert Heinlein and it's like, I choose to follow whatever law I follow. I'm the only one that makes that decision, right? It's all about mindset at the end of the day. People are like, man, we're so enslaved. There's so much tyranny. Government has so much power and so much control, right? And they're listening to InfoWars and Alex Jones all day. That's what I used to do. And it's like, wow, this world's fucked. There's a huge, omnipotent, all-powerful global government, the New World Order. You can focus on that, and that will be your reality. And there'll be fucking tyranny and Big Brother around every corner. Or instead, you can focus on, wow, you know, in spite of the existence of this totalitarian paradigm, and they try so hard to control everyone and fear them with COVID. People are still fucking going outside, still hugging my grandma, still living life to the fullest, still making 99.99999% of choices on my own, choosing what I do with my life, choosing where I go in my day, choosing where my kids go to school. I'm making those decisions. And that's the paradigm that I operate from. One where I'm in control. And when I choose to submit to whatever coercive law there is, I made that choice because I weighed the risk-benefit analysis to not choosing to do that. And I got a backup plan because, as I said before, yes, this institution exists. Yes, it fucking sucks. But I'm not going to let that control my life. And rather than relying on Donald Trump or Joe Biden to fix things for me so the government acts in a way that's more in line with my values. No, I'm not doing that. Instead, not only am I taking proactive steps on the individual level to lead my ideal life, but I'm taking proactive steps with my community in order to create an ideal environment and scenario where we can live as free as humanly possible, unmolested by the state, whether that government is controlled by Donald Trump or Joe Biden. And that, my friends, is what it's all about. You can have that mindset too. You can be as free as possible in spite of living in an unfree world. You just have to make the choice. You just have to think big and you just have to take massive action. And I'm here to be with you on the journey. We can go on this journey together. It's a very beautiful journey and it's a very beautiful world. Peace and freedom. I'm out.